Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Sam. And we live in Orlando, Florida. The theme park capital of the world. We each have our own YouTube channels, and in this podcast, we'll be sharing more about our lives, our travels, our theme park enthusiasm, what's going on in the world, and more. And today, we're back with episode seven of Expedition Enthused, a theme park podcast. Sam, this is a big, super top secret piece of news. I'm not sure you heard of it. I don't know. This is, is, I mean, really underground stuff. Did you know the Maleficent dragon at Disneyland caught on fire? It did? (gasps) Yes, and everybody is talking about it. Oh, I did know that. I mean, it's impossible (laughs) not to. It was everywhere, but... Kind but of crazy. crazy. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, it reminded me of when our Maleficent here at Walt Disney World, I say ours, you know, we don't own Walt Disney World, but we do. It did. So, yeah, caught on fire also in the Festival of Fantasy Parade. That is the risk of using real fire, I guess. Do you remember when King Kong set on fire? Yeah. Fires and theme parks. There's quite the history there. Yeah. And, you know, we want them to keep using fire. We don't want them to, like, not use fire anymore. Yeah. They'll go, like, wicker man route and use screens of no, fire for all the time that maleficent has been breathing fire you know and one, i mean nobody was hurt no so one was hurt a little burnt animatronic it is a huge animatronic and it is a bummer but we know they'll you know come back strong come back blazing i guess and it's going to be like in its b mode for a while mm. but yeah i did know that but that is a good <laughs> start i guess we there's quite a lot of news quite a lot of theme park news and updates to talk about So since our last episode, Mardi Gras has finally ended at Universal Orlando, which is great. We're back to the regular movie music. But there's a much bigger piece of news over at Universal Orlando, and it's at Islands of Adventure. Poseidon's Fury Escape from the Lost City is closing forever. You, you went with the whole name there. I did. I thought, I, <laughs> thought I'd bring the whole thing. Give it the respect. Yeah. Give some respect to Poseidon's Fury, the full name. I weirdly love Poseidon's Fury, but it's not an attraction that I would go on often because it's quite a slow loader. But when I did go on it, I loved it. Like, it's so corny. It's old school. It's the second version of Poseidon's Fury. So there was a first version with some modifications. The first version had Jeremy Irons voice Poseidon, I believe. But it only lasted about a year or two. And then they replaced it with this current version, which has been there for 20 years, 20 plus years. It's quite a ride that has been a staple of Islands of Adventure. A long livid attraction that will soon not be livid any longer. I'm more curious about what will happen in the future. Rather than it closing, its time is here. Yeah, you know, we both have a lot of heart for Poseidon's Fury. It's a very interesting attraction and it's a walkthrough. It's not a ride. I've always wished it would be a boat ride or a dark ride. I think a lot of people have. Like you said, it's so long. It takes so long to get in there. It's such a long attraction that I think a lot of people will do it once and then wait several years before doing it again. Yeah, originally it was supposed to have more to it. Mm. You were at one point going to take like a simulator down into the temple And then it would be about Poseidon. Poseidon was a villain originally. Mm. Now he's kind of like a hero. Yeah, Darkanon. What a a name. (laughs) I (laughs) I, I can't think the name Darkanon without being like, really? Yeah, it just gives you a little chuckle because (laughs) Lord Evil Non. Yeah, it's just like Lord Bad Guy. (laughs) Yeah, Lord Bad Guy. But Darkanon is going away. 
That's I, right. He'll be defeated and vanquished for the last time. It's the last remaining piece, really, attraction-wise, of the original Lost Continent there. So I imagine Lost Continent's days are numbered. Islands of Adventure is the second theme park at Universal Orlando Resort. We've both done lots of videos on it, so make sure you check out our YouTube channels to learn all you need to know about Islands of Adventure. But Lost Continent is one of the islands. So Islands of Adventure is made up of these different islands, Marvel and comic. Originally, Islands of Adventure was planned to be all kind of book themed. So Jurassic Park, comic, classic comics, Zeus, uh, Marvel comics. The only outlier to this when the park opened was Lost Continent, which was the original concept, IP. Not based on any books or any outside things, just a creative thing by Universal. A third of Lost Continent used to be Merlin's Wood, which was replaced with the current Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Hogsmeade. And then what remains was the Arabian Market, which was where the Sinbad show was, which Mm -hmm. is closed already. And the theater is still sitting there. So when you think about the amount of space that this will open up for Lost Continent, it's quite a chunk of prime real estate that could be something amazing. I'd be more sad to see the facade of Poseidon's go because that facade is still today the most impressive in any theme park. And one of the things that when I first visited the park stood out like this is amazing What's inside is going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the current attraction (laughs) lives up to the grandeur. (laughs) It's true. When you see the giant trident up in the air being held by the hand, it looks like ruins. The foot with the sandal on it, the like Greco-Roman, even across the way, the waterfall coming out of the mouth and everything looks like ancient. And I mean, it's one of the coolest looking facades and themed theme park areas out there and i don't know how easy it's going to be to repurpose the trident and the the foot but maybe the temple facade will stay because that's pretty cool too that could work they just Just repaint minor i know some cosmetic changes but yeah it'll be really sad the day the trident falls if that happens yeah, we'll put it next to your rotating monsters on the floor. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did you see that picture? Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, maybe they're saving them for like prop shop too. Yeah, right. Pick one up. <laughs> Can you imagine? Who's going to buy those big rotating monsters? Us. Yeah. Put it in our kitchen. I don't know if it'll fit in our kitchen, but one day. I imagine that whatever comes to replace that area of Lost Continent, it's going to be something big. Because of the huge space there. It's a huge amount of space. It's enough space for a whole land with like three attractions, right? Mm. Could theoretically fit in there. Yeah, there were some leaked art and rumors and things, but we like to wait till it's official. So whatever does come there, it's going to be exciting. That side of Islands of Adventure is really going to be... When you think about how it's already kind of a bottleneck getting back there to Hogsmeade because everybody wants to go ride Hagrid's getting back to Velocicoaster. Everybody wants to ride. Those are the two kind of biggest attractions now at Islands of Adventure. And if they put something like an amazing new video game or story or whatever land in there, it's going to be packed back there. Yeah. I like the idea of they create some kind of walkway along the lake Like along the perimeter around it. You know, kind of like how you can walk down the walkway of Seuss, but Mm -hmm. continue that so you can keep going down to that bridge that cuts you over to Velocicoaster. And that way there's a pathway to get 
kind of round and you don't have to go through whatever these new lands will be but i'm, I'm sure that's counterintuitive so then mm. wanting to get you into these yeah new lands. i love that idea and i think that would be so amazing but yeah maybe they want you to walk through every island i don't know but i love the idea yeah i love the ingenuity i don't know if mifos will survive this yeah the best theme park restaurant yeah (laughs) i don't know if it lives up to that sign if i'm gonna be honest it's very hit and miss sometimes it's great sometimes not so great i'm excited though because it has a lot of potential Mm -hmm. all the rock work there like it's so cool they could keep the rock work and just re rock work it yeah i imagine whatever's in mind will hopefully incorporate that because that's some rocky cliffs yeah take out those faces no. <laughs> or just change them a little give them a, a facelift <laughs> i'm not i'm hoping for not more harry potter obvious answer is it's next to hogsmeade no to add more forbidden forest or mm. some kind of harry potter but, i guess forbidden forest could be cool but yeah i feel c- like there's enough harry potter already especially coming in epic universe a whole new land is going there so i'm hoping for something completely different me too If you'd like to experience Poseidon's Fury one more time before it closes, the last day of operation currently is May 9th, 2023, and it'll be closed as of May 10th. Sadly, we're not going to be able to go on that last day. I know. One of my favorite parts of theme park rides, I would say, (laughs) is going to opening and closing days of attractions. Yeah. We were at Shrek when it closed. I went to Twister when it closed. Mm -hmm. There's something special about people there celebrating it one last time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that closing day for Poseidon is going to be a lot of fun. Sadly, we're not going to be able to be there. But if you do go, I would love to see. So Yeah, tag us in your pictures. If you're there the last day, we'd love to see it. You know, it's true. There's a rarefied air on like opening days and closing days. And there's something even kind of more special about closing days, that last day of operation. And you're there and the crowd there, you know, is like the passionate fans there's just this energy in the air and it's it's a memory you'll carry with you always yeah we have some plans coming up (laughs) that seem to be when a lot of things will be happening here but we will go out and ride it again before it closes yeah experience it again (laughs) we have some big travel plans coming up soon so we will not be here like sam said for that and for some other things but uh speaking of May 9th, and the neighbor to Lost Continent, Hogsmeade, part of the wizarding world of Harry Potter at Islands of Adventure, another big change, same day. Just a refurbishment, right? So the nighttime lights on Hogwarts Castle, last time that's running is May 9th, and that's going to go down for an extended refurbishment, and we don't know when it will reopen or come back or what the changes will be. So it might be a while. So if you want to see that one more time, make sure you get out before May 9th. And We'll, of course, talk about it here, and I'll make a video about it, too, when it comes back. May is coming quickly, and there is a lot going on around the U.S. and actually the U.K. for theme parks. Yeah. May seems to be opening month. Why is it the month that we have these big trips planned that, like, everything is happening? That's just how it goes. We didn't really get a choice in that. No, we didn't. We didn't. (laughs) Some of them have to do with family stuff and all good, wonderful things. And there'll still be a lot of fun travel vlogs. So when we come back, it's going to be real exciting. Yeah. (laughs) First up, they have announced that Pipeline, the new generation of stand-up roller coaster coming to SeaWorld Orlando, will be opening in May. They haven't said when in May. Probably when we're gone. Definitely while we're gone. (laughs) Always. 
But I'm really looking forward to this. They released Me a little too. video of people bouncing up and down and in the restraints. It looks so fun, right? So this yeah. is a surf coaster and you're standing up. It's a standing coaster on a giant surfboard. Yeah. B&M coaster. So you know it's going to be smooth. You know it's going to be and I'm smooth. Uh, not your and best. <laughs> not your best. But SeaWorld is SeaWorld's got quite the selection of B&M Oh man, style. yeah. B&M for those who don't know. Bollinger and Mabillard. Yes, one of the most <laughs> iconic roller coaster design companies in the world. I actually just released a video on one of their roller coasters at Busch Gardens Tampa, the story of Kumba. Mm. which just turned 30 years old this weekend. Happy birthday, Kumba. 30 years for a roller coaster yeah. seems like a long time. So yeah. this is like an iconic one that really changed roller coasters in Florida, really. So it was cool to get a new prototype, never seen before one coming to SeaWorld. SeaWorld really is going for that coaster capital of Orlando mm. title. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think it was a few months ago when we went out to SeaWorld and we did the coaster challenge and we rode all, what was it at that time? Was it six? It was a year ago. Was that a year ago? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but we did the coaster challenge. The coaster challenge will soon be very, very different. Yeah. And if you've noticed some of the walls going up around a certain former penguin attraction, it might get even... Oh my gosh. So I think this is a good thing because we have Bush Gardens Tampa, which is close, but... SeaWorld is like right here. It's right around the corner and it's going to be a massive coaster capital. The more intense coasters you can go yeah, to SeaWorld. Yeah, the more like real thrill coasters are happening at SeaWorld. But yeah, so Pipeline will be opening in May. We don't know when. And we also don't know when still Big Bear Mountain will open at mm. Dollywood. May is like next week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Come on. What's going on here? What are you thinking? Late May? I'm thinking mid to late at this yeah. point. I wouldn't have thought Pipeline would be so soon, but yeah, who knows? Sometime in May. May yeah. is roller coaster month around the US and wow. the UK. Yeah. World of Jumanji is getting a new roller coaster in the UK. There's one other one that we have been waiting for a date for, and we do have the date Ooh. for May 19th. Dark Coaster. We'll be opening at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. So this is going to be kind of a family coaster. They had an attraction there based around Dark Castle and King Ludwig. And it was essentially a Spider-Man Transformers attraction. The only one outside of Universal, really, hmm. in the US. Hmm. And it was good. I never got to ride it, obviously. Like, essentially, imagine Spider-Man, but with a werewolfy German. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I would so have loved that. It was Oh, really cool attraction. I'm still a little sad that they replaced it with mm. this coaster, but mm. I'm excited to try it out. See how much I know they are keeping the story of this original. So King Ludwig will be involved in it. Mm. You're escaping a storm. Hmm. Are there werewolves, though? Because I'd really like some werewolves. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh OK. <laughs> But it's going to be a straddle coaster inside. It's very short, but you go around the track twice and it's huh. kind of designed. So, so you like, go, do different things happen? I don't know what's going to happen inside. All the pictures mm. they've shown is basically like very a limited. square room with yeah. a coaster in. But you go around the same track twice, but you don't really know. You do. I'm not sure. We'll hopefully yeah, find we'll out. We'll hopefully find out. We will definitely find out because we will be riding it, but not sure if what day we'll be there to ride it. But we will definitely be there. 
at some point after it opens. Yeah, I'm excited to go on some new coasters. Shiny steel coasters. Indoor dark coaster with a spooky theme. I love that. That's exciting. And we still don't have any sort of month or date for Wildcats Revenge at Hershey Park. So it's just still coming this summer. We don't know when that is coming, but we'll let you know when we do find out. The trains are on the track. They release pictures of their trains. They yeah. look cool. I got to see them at the IAPA Expo this year. I got to stand and take pictures with the Wildcats Revenge trains. It looks really good. Like the carving looks great. Speaking of roller coasters, mm. not opening this May, but next year, Nemesis mm. will be returning. And today, Nemesis released a video kind of showing off the track, which has now arrived at Orton Towers, which is in Staffordshire in the UK. The track has always been originally this gray, rusted looking track. Like it was meant to look like it was rusted and old. But this new track that they're replacing it with, they did not go for the same. This time it's going to be a black and red. And the iconic Nemesis colors are kind of black and red from the original logo. So it looks inspired by that, but... It looks like they've got like veins or vines yeah, on the track. Yeah, I was wondering if it was supposed to be veins or like fire or something because in the original Nemesis, you're surrounded by the beast, right? The Nemesis. And it's like this big like veiny blobulous thing, right? And <laughs> yeah. it's pink and like gross and all around you. Yeah. Right? So I feel like, are those the veins of the thing? Or is that fire from deep down in the earth where they were digging? I'm pretty sure it's the veins of like the It monster. looks cool. It does look cool. There's no coaster track that looks like that i don't know if you look at the pictures it looks like it could just have the veins on the loop and yeah not on like the whole track yeah but it looks cool it does we were both really happy to see those pictures and we were like wow that looks cool i love what they're doing with the whole marketing for this already i love alton towers marketing in general the secret projects and the static and the yeah i'm really excited for this one next year so we're already getting things penciled in Woo! for next year. Next Bro. year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And we did talk in a recent podcast about Valhalla opening at Blackpool Pleasure Beach and it's currently running in technical rehearsals and people are riding it and happy and we'll, you know, next trip to the UK, hopefully, or on a future trip, we'll get to go out there and experience that too. We'll get you a poncho. Yeah. I need a poncho, please. Back to Warren Towers quickly. Mm-hmm. So this week, they're opening a observation deck. So you can actually go up by Subterra and look at the construction of Nemesis and the trap being installed, which I think is... That a, is so neat. They, yeah, they kind of reminds me of when they opened Oblivion. They did like a viewing area mm. and they had like a guard out there. And I love that. Yeah. I wish more parks would do that. Like let people see the construction. Obviously, coaster and theme park enthusiasts, we like seeing that. You don't have to hide it from us. We like it. Yeah, give us a window or yeah, a platform. Give us a little peeky peek. It yeah. builds the hype too. Yeah, I think that's going to be really cool to see the progress of it. Oh, how neat. And also in UK news, lastly, Drayton Manor have announced their new attraction coming to Thomasland, a little children's log flume. It looks cute. Yeah, I saw they posted that and it looks so cute. The little video that they posted is just the one little like drop and it looks like a really cute family ride that little kids can ride. Now, Thomas Land in Drayton Manor, was that not the cutest thing? It was adorable. It that, was so cute. I forget the name of the ride, but the one that goes around the, the high top. in the sky type ride. Yeah. I loved that one. That was so fun. And yeah. like everything at Thomas Land. I mean, who doesn't love Thomas? It's really well done. I can't wait to get back to Drayton Manor and see everything again. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Drayton Manor and on the way back in the car, we just watched yeah. the original 
We just kept watching the original yeah. Thomas. They were they were like yeah with Ringo yeah and doing a voice in there. Yeah. We were like, what? I love those growing up. They're still good. They are still good. Honestly, the episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine still hold up. They're really funny. So who can't love Thomas Land? I don't know. You like trains and you like good little stories, you're going to love Thomas Lane. And it's really well done. Yeah, I love those little cute train faces. Yeah, and the eyes moving back and forth. In Orlando, Animal Kingdom, 25 years. Do you remember the early days of Animal Kingdom before Pandora? That was not early. That was like last week. (laughs) The first time I went to Animal Kingdom was about four or five years after it opened. I mean, that's still early days, I'd say. Yeah, I do love that park. It's changed so much. But also it hasn't. But also weirdly hasn't, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. We were talking the other day, just between us, at what we'd like to see come there next. And after 25 years, it has changed more recently, but it stayed the same for a lot of those 25 years. Mm, True. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, because I feel like it's going to be in another 25 years. It will be completely different. What I love most about Animal Kingdom is the uniqueness and the theming, the way that they built up the Africa and the Asia sections and the way they put all this care and detail and research into it. All the Imagineers who made it look like you're in these towns with the wires and the signs and all these beautiful things. And I feel like new Disney, I don't know if they would go in that direction. So... I feel like they tried to do that with Pandora. They've made it so it feels like a real world. So hopefully... Hopefully they keep that feel that like there's a patina on everything. It looks old and rustic and it looks like it's always been there. It doesn't look shiny and new and cartoony because I don't think that's the vibe at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Like Zootopia. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that going into Animal Kingdom. I get that it's animals, but... uh, It's not the... Animal Kingdom's about preserving nature and conservation and exploring and different parts of the world not just because it's an animal oh it's an animal let's stick it in like no but Mm. it will probably happen no well maybe they'll make it look amazing it's hard to always say before but that wouldn't be my vote but i guess pandora wouldn't have been my vote either and they did do a beautiful job on that right i guess yeah <laughs> you, guess. you did watch the new movie remember we talked about watching it i did we talked about it in a recent podcast how i hadn't seen the way of water and i finally sat down for a billion hours and watched it and i did enjoy it it was good would you watch it again maybe i'm not like against watching it again it would be cool if they could add some of the way of water aesthetic I agree. to Pandora here. I like the water people. We also watched on Disney Plus, they have documentary pieces of behind the scenes of how they filmed it. And it's so interesting. Like it was, in those it was suits. On iTunes. Oh, sorry. On iTunes. But it's so interesting to see them in those suits marked up. And the acting they did was phenomenal, honestly, for how ridiculous everything looked. And the big pool that they built to do the, some of the, the water scenes. The effort they put into filming yeah. it. You could watch it and just think now that it was just all computer. Yeah. But it's not. It's kind of like, well, at what point is it just an animation? Yeah. And what point is it a live action? The, the lines, I think, are being blurred nowadays so it's interesting i always prefer everything live action and practical props it's just 
I really I know. recommend those behind the scenes yeah. if you purchased it, I guess, on the Blu-ray. Or... Maybe you can find the multiple places, though. Yeah. Behind the scenes, the making of Way of Water. It was really, really interesting. I would not be opposed sections of that. Added. Yeah, I think that would be really cool if they could add some sections. Even when we were watching it, we were like, oh, this part would be cool added in Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, or Typhoon Lagoon. Honestly, it would work. Or just a brand new Avatar A brand new <gasps> The Way of Water Park. There you go. (laughs) Also over at Disney, you know, we talked about some of the big changes that were coming and, you know, park hopping after 2 p.m. for our pass holders, except Magic Kingdom on Saturday and Sunday has gone into effect and people seem pretty happy about that. Annual passes for Walt Disney World have gone back on sale and people are buying them up like crazy. People are very happy. A lot of new Walt Disney World annual pass holders out there. So that's cool. And then another thing I went out and did a video on is over at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Tell us about what's going on over there, Sam. So at Fort Wilderness, you can stay there by camping in a tent. You can stay there by bringing an RV or you can stay there by renting one of, I think they said two or 300 different cabins. Mm. And they have these log looking cabins that you can rent as, I mean, I guess, however long you want. (laughs) Right. And you can stay there and you can use all of the fort's activities and you have like a little fire pit and stuff. And they are replacing these cabins that they have currently with new, more modern looking cabins. Mm-hmm. I like how you did the finger quotes there when you said modern. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> these look more like shipping containers. They do. You know, I get what they're going for. They said they want it to like blend in with a natural landscape more, but it does look like a really modern yeah, they, shipping container. They remind me a bit of the Shark Hotel, but yeah. a bit more woodsy. I like the log cabin look personally. Yeah. I used to work at Wilderness Lodge next door. That whole resort and Fort Wilderness are my two favorites, that kind of area. Mm. And I don't love them the way they look. I'm sure inside they're going to be the nice. New, the new yeah. cabin? I'm sure inside they're going to be nice. They're going to be more modern. They'll mm. have USB ports and yeah. things you like know, that. You know, but I think they could have kept the outside looking like a log cabin and just made the inside all modern and yeah. nice. That's what. That's what I would have liked. I wonder if there's like some kind of reason they didn't do that. Mm. Because these ones currently don't look like too permanent. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they built them for reflections. They were just going to slot in these rooms. And they're like, ah, we're not, we cancel reflections. Yeah. So the other day when I was out there, I went to Fort Wilderness and kind of did a walk around and I did a video and showed all the things. And, you know, when you take the boat through Seven Seas Lagoon and then into Bay Lake over to Fort Wilderness... You pass by and you can see the leftover construction rubble from when they were building that Reflections Resort. And they've just completely abandoned that project. Yeah, I'm sure they'll pit something there eventually. Like they should. But then again, it took like, I don't know, 20 years to get rid of the remnants of river country. So Mm. at least they did that. (laughs) I like the shoe tree. There's a tree with shoes all over it. And they say it's from boat captains that like worked there and left. I'm not sure what the rumor is but there's a bunch of shoes on the tree i feel like everywhere you work if you're a cast member at disney there's, there's some, some like there's tradition. some tradition of on your last day of work in there you throw your shoes <laughs> when i worked at epcot people would throw their shoes on their last day into world showcase lagoon if you were on like the international programs you would throw it into the lake that was in the commons which was the disney housing program for internationals I wonder how many shoes are down there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> From working at that Rosen Crown restaurant, I I can't imagine what the bottom of that lagoon looks like. Oh, wow. I wonder if they clean it out ever or they just leave it all. 
they must clean it out because they must. people throw like it'd be piled high to the top yeah, <laughs> ramekins and cutlery oh that's horrible do not throw things in there please people yeah like, <laughs> do not condone that there's many times when i was working there that people were i was like where's this gone oh they've thrown <laughs> it in there yeah. Oh, we're, we're missing a fork Must be here. in the lagoon. Oh, must be in the lagoon. <laughs> Dang it. Maybe Ariel's got it. It's a thingamabob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well. I can't imagine it's very nice down there under that Ooh, water. Oh, yucky. So we know there's got to be divers that go down there because we see them working on... Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But we've seen another what, big... What lies beneath World Showcase Lagoon? <laughs> you don't want to know. Wanna know. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Epcot... In World Showcase Lagoon, what is going on over there? Harmonious has ended. The barges are gone. The barges? Are they all gone now? I don't know if all of them are, but Almost I know all. most of them the are. The center ring is gone. At least two of the barges are gone. And there might be one left. Either they're all gone, gone. or there's one left. Yeah, gone. So the barges that were, you know, made Harmonious what it was that everyone complained about, gone. Yeah. Is everyone happy? Is everyone happy now? Are you happy now? <laughs> was it everything you dreamed of? An empty World Showcase Lagoon? It's weird, you know, because it's like people complained about those barges and I get it. And it did block the view of seeing the countries. But now that they're gone, it's weird to just look across like, oh. Yeah. Okay. We did go out there. We went to Via Napoli. We did. We went and dined at Via Napoli and... i never been before. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good, right? My pizza was a little bit burnt. Yeah. Half of it was burnt yeah. and half ha of it was perfect. It was half delicious, half <laughs> a bit toasted. <laughs> a bit toasty. Uh, that wasn't a vlog or anything. We just went and had a nice date day at Epcot and it was lovely. Yeah. We had one barge gone then. I mean, I guess they're working on what's coming next. Epcot Forever's still, still chipping forevering. about. <laughs> But yeah, they're working on a new show, a new nighttime show there. Uh, what else we got here? At some of the Cedar Fair parts, they've implemented a chaperone policy, but I want to amend it myself. Oh, okay. What's your amendment? My amendment is... Proposed amendment. Please, please remove all basketballs from the park. <laughs> Literally, you can't be walking around some of these amusement parks without like, bang, 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 yeah. like teenagers behind you in a big herd, banging basketballs Mul everywhere. Multiple times I've been at those parts and have nearly been hit with a flying basketball. Uh, so. I'm like, bless them, they're having fun, you know, but it is a menace. <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding, joking I'm kidding, about, we're kidding, we're kidding. I'm only joking about the basketballs, but it yeah. is. It, it is funny. Sometimes it's terrifying when you see them flying about. We yeah. always look at each other and laugh when we yeah. see them flying around and hear them. Yeah, the chaperone policies a response to some things that have been going on at some King's of the Island opening weekend. We saw a mm. lot of people online talking about how, you know, there were a lot of disturbances and whatnot. And, you know, Knott's Berry Farm has already instituted this and a lot of the other Cedar Fair parks have as well. And it's not that strict, really. It's like it's in the afternoons, after a certain time, 15 and under, yeah. like Mostly a group of 10 of them can yeah. have one adult. I went to... Me too. I went to theme parks with my 15, friends 16. when I was like 15. Me too. Fort Park used to hang out there. I wasn't in any trouble. Yeah, that's the thing is that we were yeah. little angels. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were lovely. Yeah. Hopefully it helps stop yeah. the incidents and makes these places the family fun they're supposed to be. No trouble in here. Yeah, don't cause trouble. <laughs> Another thing sort of going on right now, the last week of May is usually halfway to Halloween because it's, you know, halfway through the year into Halloween. And a lot of theme parks have started to lean into this and mostly just to use for marketing. But Disney's kind of leaned into it this year and I had some fun with that. 
You did. You know what makes me more excited about Halfway to Halloween? What? That means it's less than halfway to Halloween Horror Nights. It sure is. And way less than halfway to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween oh, wow, Party, yeah. which they announced the dates for. Yeah. They decide to start that basically my birthday week, which is nice of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a little birthday present for you. August 11th is the first date of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Wow. That's summer still. It's only four months away. Yeah, like I, listen, I celebrate Halloween all year. We both kind of do. We love it. We're never like, it's too early people. But August 11th, that is still summer. Yeah. It's been this way for like two, it has, two years now. Yeah, I feel like August 10th last year, maybe. But yeah, if you want to visit Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party this year, the dates have been announced. Keep your eye out for those ticket sales and... I think it's next week, the ticket sales. Okay, yeah, cool. So keep your eye out and you'll be able to get those tickets soon. You know, we talk about Halloween Horror Nights quite a lot and they're pretty much two opposite Halloween parties, right? Universal has Halloween Horror Nights, which is more adult focused. It's a ticketed event. It's at night. It's scary. It's fun. It's full of haunted houses. If they told me Halloween Horror Nights was going to start in August, I'd I'd be all for it. No complaints. (laughs) No complaints. And then Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is family-friendly. There's nothing scary. There's no haunted houses. It's just Disney villains and spooky characters. And it's really fun. It's more like a trick-or-treating. There's a special stage show, a special parade. I love the parade. Boo to you, parade. It's really cute. Boo to you. you. I'm excited for Halloween. I always enjoy Not-So-Scary. And did you hear? Christmas Mm. party starts August 12th. (laughs) That was really good. You know, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. As we get closer to summer, we're also getting closer to fall. And the theme parks like to announce their events early and start them early so that more people can uh, take part in them. Starting in May and running throughout the summer, Disney Cruise will be celebrating their 25th anniversary with a silver celebration. So there's special treats, special costumes, special fireworks i think yeah they said they'll add a second fireworks night to sailings that are part of the anniversary so that's cool because there's usually fireworks on pirate night i think on cruises of four nights or more there will be a special fireworks show for the silver anniversary which i assume is going to be to the new silver song yeah that's exciting yeah and so it's all summer long special beer cup Ooh, a special cup that's the one i'm i'm booking for that (laughs) Yeah, so that'll be exciting. They haven't given too much detail yet on that, but we'll, you know, let you know when we know. And also they have said that they're starting to test out guests on the cruises using Magic Band Plus, which I think we talked about in the last episode. But whenever we cruise next and get to do that, we'll report back on that because I think that'll be great. So I think it's time to talk about a little what is coming up. It may be a couple of weeks until the next episode of this podcast because we're going to try and do these one when we have something to talk about right and two when we have time to talk about it so we will be going on a trip very soon mm-hmm. that will last basically through the middle of may uh-huh. so it might be after that that the next episode of the podcast will come out but there will be vlogs During that period. So make sure you're following us both on YouTube because I'll be posting vlogs of what we're doing, you know, travel vlogs as I'm able to edit them and as we go. Normally, tradition is we've been starting our trips at Dollywood, mostly so I can get my cinema bread. (laughs) What better way to start a trip? But this time we will not be going to Dollywood. We will be going to the complete opposite side of the country. 
I wonder if they have cinnamon bread in California. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somewhere. I'm sure somewhere. Maybe some boysenberry bread. Ooh. Mm. We will be heading back to California. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not just California. Not but just. That not part just. we'll save. Yeah, we're going to save. That's a surprise. But yeah. But we will be heading back to Disneyland and their parks. We're going to be going with some friends and family. It's going to be their first time at Disneyland, which That's is going to be, be so exciting. real nice. Yeah. We will be heading to Disneyland, California Adventure, Universal, obviously. We became pass holders. So yeah, so got to use those passes. We got to get that magnet. And go to Super Nintendo World again. I can't wait to go on Mario Kart and beat yeah. my score. But that will be the start of our trip. And so part of this trip we'll be documenting in vlogs, but part of it, I may not vlog all of it because we're going to be spending time with family and friends. So I may just leave the camera at home for some of these days, but we're going to be doing some new things that we've never shown before and never done before that I will be documenting. So I'm very excited to do the things, make videos about the things and share the things. I'm excited for some new roller coaster credits. And I don't even count credits. I just like to go on every one I can find. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm so, not, we're not talking about Disney and Universal yeah, right now. Yeah. If you don't know, coaster enthusiasts like to count how many individual roller coasters they've been on. And they call each one like a credit. And I've never done it. Um, there are so many like I grew up going on that I'm yeah. like I, I don't remember fully uh, yeah so because like hard. you can include carnivals and fun fairs and stuff like that and I grew up too going to like the Dade County Youth Fair and like all these different like church fairs and I wouldn't even know where to begin counting. I've tried to do it and there are apps that help you but mm. like I just know that there is one or two that I've missed and it's never going to be the if right it's number not complete yeah. it's not good enough I'm like one of those completionists <laughs> that has to have it perfection yeah, we've definitely ridden hundreds of roller coasters you probably many more than me maybe even hundreds more i don't know yeah maybe been, 10 more your count's been going up though. <laughs> it's been going up though i've definitely ridden some a few hundred i think yeah we will do a travel day video of us yeah going out to california we will be going to Knott's Berry Farm, but very quickly. We only have an afternoon at Knott's, so I'm not sure if, if it's enough. Like, I will vlog it, but if not, we're going. I'm so excited to see Knott's Berry Farm again. I've only been once, so this will only be my second time. I've only been to California a handful of times. We had a practice earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, but we were there recently enough that I think Disneyland, Universal, Hollywood, we've, we've got down. Yeah, so we will be away, and there will be other places in addition to these. Yeah, in addition that i'm really excited for me too some first for both of us some first for both of us yay some new memories being made the next podcast will probably be mid may i mean who knows if after, we can after everything opens here yeah and we'll let you know on our instagram so super enthused and expedition theme park follow us both on instagram and follow us both on youtube because i will be posting travel vlogs of what we're doing closer to real time and i do have some videos coming out during that time <laughs> i've been preparing yeah yeah and you've been doing some really interesting stories some really interesting research and i can't wait to see how those come out so we have quite a lot of exciting stuff coming up yeah there are there's more to this there's a lot uh, more the I'm other being... night we were you know that like meme from it's always sunny that shows charlie with like the big map yeah. that everyone posts that was us the other night finalizing all of our little plans like rental cars and flights <laughs> and booking our seats on this and that yeah. and like we were we had a big thing going on we love doing that don't we yeah like planning our trips I'm, I'm a spreadsheet master yeah we had our spreadsheets open and like just making all these plans booking everything we log every 
everything, keep track. We actually won't even be starting in California, but we didn't even mention that. Oh, yeah. We do have a trip before California. Yeah. So there's a combination of multiple things coming Mm -hmm. together that just kind of... One right after another. Happen this way. They just (laughs) happen this way. (laughs) So there's going to be a lot of exciting stuff, not only coming up in the videos, but to talk about when we're back in the podcast. I think that is going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which is going to be exciting. Yeah. Wow. This is kind of the warm up to yeah. what's coming. Warming up, warming up. Dun, 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 dun. We have to pack. We have so much packing to do. And then we have to unpack and repack. Yeah, we have one day between one of the trips to <sighs> repack for a different location. I'm like nervous and excited. Just very we, different climates. Everything now, though, is penciled in, yeah. booked, penned, penned. We should be ready. Permanent marker Permanent. Yeah. yeah. No tipex here. Yeah. What does that mean? Tipex, like eraser. Like, oh, is that what you call whiteout? Is that what you call whiteout? I guess (laughs) it's called whiteout. I think we. I think tipex is like the brand, and everyone just calls it tipex. So in America, the brand is whiteout. Oh wow! Another classic American Britishism difference. I refuse to use tipex. Accept your mistake. (laughs) You just cross it out. Yeah, cross it out. Cross it out. How often do we write things in pen anymore, though? I mean, I don't remember how to hold a pen <laughs> we do everything on the computer like in documents spreadsheets and i don't really remember what the last thing i wrote with a pen was probably signing something somewhere i guess signing checks here in america oh yeah like signing checks after you pay you still do write the here, tip and sign the check so so weird, weird yeah where did we oh via napoli they brought us the check thing yeah like we were the, like ooh. yeah <laughs> come on america yeah catch up but i do remember last time i held crayons because i got some new fashion coloring books i get these coloring books with historic dresses and fashion and i love to color them and it's really fun you can find them on amazon if you (laughs) want to do it too it's relaxing to sometimes color i like not modern ones historical dress coloring books it is a thing it's a very niche thing (laughs) very niche thing you know what we've all got our things anywho anywho (laughs) so thank you so much for your support on the first Six, now seven episodes of the Expedition Enthused podcast. We're having so much fun doing this and we're going to keep it up. And like Sam said, we're going to have so many exciting things to talk about in the next episode. We really appreciate you tagging us on Instagram and on Twitter and like using the hashtag Expedition Enthused. It means a lot to us. We really, really appreciate the love. And like I said before, we want to give it back to you a hundredfold. We'll be back with new episodes I mean, as soon as we can. Yeah. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, YouTube. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Expedition Theme Park. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, also Facebook, also TikTok. I mean, whatever. Super enthused. Feel free to follow if you like. You know what? You should. Why not? I like to post some pictures. You post some stuff, (laughs) some of those video games you're playing. Yeah, some stuff we're doing. TV shows we're watching. You can kind of follow along the trip in real time because I'll be editing videos as we go, but the videos will probably all come out like a few days after, but we'll be posting in real time. I like to post exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Anything cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy a good story. Yeah, I love a good little Instagram story. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. They didn't watch, they listened. Listening? (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, So stay enthused. We will see you next time.